Well, it's been a few weeks since we've dropped an episode, and uh, that's my bad. Because last episode, I told you I wouldn't go on a 12-day hiatus again. And I didn't, actually. I went on a 15-day hiatus. If you know about my life, you know we are uh, currently moving from Mississippi to Minnesota, my wife and I, as my wife's taking a job at the University of Minnesota. So, been a little hectic around here, but to make up for it, we're going to drop three episodes of The Jump Around this week. I'm going to start off today with a guy who's got his first chance as a Division I head coach. He's someone who exudes a lot of confidence, but in that way that has that chippiness on his shoulder, in, in, in a way that we all can kind of understand and relate to. It's Mark Mitchell, the new head coach at St. Peter's, a former Division Three head coach with a ton of success. We're going to talk to him about his, his success at the Division Three level, some of the challenges he's going to face at St. Pete's and try to dig into his background a little bit to see what he's all about and where he's come from. So we're looking forward to that and let's not waste any more time. We'll get him on the phone and have a good conversation. This is a jump around with Blake Dudonis. And welcome back to the jump around with Blake Udonis. I'm joined now by a head coach at the Division One level for the first time, jumping from D3 all the way up, a guy that maybe you aren't familiar with if you if you haven't followed the Division Three level closely, but he's someone who has an impressive track record. And Mark, Mark Mitchell with us, uh, St. Peter's head coach. Coach, first off, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate you hopping on board with us. What's it been like the past few weeks since you've made the transition and taken over the helm at St. Peter's? Oh, wow. Well, thanks Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, uh, you know, uh, you know, leaving from uh, my, my previous uh, position at head coach at Fairleigh Dickinson University, going to a Division One program at St. Peter's. Uh, you know, a lot to learn, a lot, lot of work to do, um, the program. Uh, St. Peter's, uh, you know, hasn't had much success in the past few years. So, uh, you know, we have our, our work cut out for us. But it's been exciting, man, and uh, just ready to get to work. Well, yeah, I I wanted to ask St. Peter's. I mean, it's been a while since they've won double-digit games. And so for you to take over that program, and for people who don't know, you won a national championship at the D3 level. You had a winning percentage over 700. You one coach of the year, you went on a 52-game winning streak at one point, and now you go polar opposite to a, a program who hasn't really seen, like you said, much success at all. What's, I mean, what really you know, drew you to the school knowing that you had such a, you know, you had a hill to climb? Yeah, yeah, well, it was a 53-game win streak. Oh, okay, my mistake, <laughs> my mistake. <laughs> you get you yeah, wins, like coach. Easter, that one-point <laughs> loss in overtime, thanks a lot. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, what drew me, you know, I mean, I've always, uh, aspired to be a division one head coach. Um, you know, you know, when, when the opportunity came up and, uh, you know, our athletic director, Mr. Brian felt, uh, wonderful man. Uh, he's a go-getter, um, innovative thinker. Uh, he, you know, he's taking a chance on me, he, you know, so what drew me to it is like, uh, it's a program that hasn't had much of a tradition since, uh, Coach Mike Grinelli was coaching there um, back in 2002, I believe, was the last time they actually won the conference. Uh, so it's been quite a while, and I just think that uh, it's time for a change. 
you know, I have a certain work ethic myself, my assistant coaches, our, our mindset is to go out and get it done. So, uh, you know, it's a challenge. Uh, you know, FDU didn't have any conference championships uh, before we got there. Uh, so we feel like, we, you know, we're just going to do it at this level. Well, it's interesting when you mention work ethic because I know just looking at your press conference and watching that, you, you mentioned that several times. And at one point you, you said, hey, to the players that are going to play for me, you better be ready to work. Where does that uh, mindset mentality come from? Is that um, something that's been instilled in you just through your upbringing? Or how did how did you come about being – because clearly you were dedicated to hard work and you're not just saying it. Yeah, it's kinda, it, it kind of comes from uh... – where I come from, my upbringing, um, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy come from an inner city, you know, from North New Jersey, you know, growing up in the inner city, you're, 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 you're always constantly challenged with negativity and, you know, uh, you can't do this and you, you'll never achieve that. So, you know, I kind of got that inside of me, um, from a young age, uh, you know, being told, you know, You'll never make it. So I'm always uh, all about proving people wrong and uh, showing that, you know, through hard work and perseverance and getting through adversities, um, you can achieve. So, you know, we kind of we, we kind of gravitate to those kind of kids that we recruit as well. So uh, we're all on that same page in, in, in that regard. Yeah. Do now if and feel free to push me off this if you don't want to uh, dive into it further, but is can you give me any specifics on some of the adversity you faced just coming up through your life uh, and, like, any specific details on any of that? Would you be comfortable sharing anything? I mean, you know, I am what I am. You know, I'm a product of uh, my environment. Um, you know, uh, you know, my, my mother and father, you know, got divorced at a, you know, when I was at a young age. You know, you know, growing up with my mom, basically, and then moving with my dad back to Jersey. Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, things happen. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's a lot of adversity, you know, growing up, you know, single parent house most of my life, uh, you know, and, you know, living with my mom most of my life, you know, you know, had to, had to move back to Jersey with my dad, got in a little trouble in Maryland when I was young. So, you know, <laughs> it's like, all right, it's like, okay, all right. So, you know, when you're faced with certain things, you could go, you could go two ways, you know, you can either, you know, strap up your shoelaces and, 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 and work. Yeah. Or you can go the other way and say, hey, this is too hard. Uh, I can't make it. So that's just kind of my mentality. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. Well, let's go back to uh, some of the success that you did have at FDU. What, I mean, most coaches will spend their whole lives and never go on a winning streak that long. For people that don't know, what's it like going in every day? And was there ever a moment where you're like, man, We've won how many in a row? Like, was there ever that kind of moment, or was it just business as usual every day? No, nah, it was. It was. It, it's more like, uh, what can we do to get better this next possession? So, <laughs> uh, we we really, you know, after after we recruited certain kids, you know, and uh, we got the ball rolling, it was more like, you know, every day if we went into practice. How can we get better? We got to get better at this situation. Uh, you know, every possession, we want to win. So uh, we, we kind of take it in, in that regard. Like, we, you know, 
my former players will tell you, like, you know, we would go on game plans and it was like, you know, we would play 10 four-minute games. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a 40-minute game, so we always broke it down to 10 four-minute games. We got to win this four minutes. <laughs> you know, so yeah. we went into it with the mentality of, uh, okay, we have to win this possession. How do we get better? So it was kind of, you know, uh, I'm just striving. We're always striving to get better. That makes any sense. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. Uh, that's that's very interesting. And one part of your hire that I found interesting as well is that you're bringing along two assistants that were with you at FDU. And so often when you see coaches go from you know D through to you know up or D two up or whatever, even small D one to big D one, you see them kind of go, eh, I'm gonna get some people that have you know more experience at this level or whatever. But you showing your loyalty to your staff, it's that's a little bit unique. I don't know if you're, you know, if that's even something that you've thought about, but uh, what is it about you when you took the job that you felt comfortable still bringing your assistants up with you? Well, I mean, anybody who gets a chance to know me, <laughs> you know, beyond the face value, you know, gets to know me as a person, they'll know that I'm just different. I'm going to think differently. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be different. I'm not going to... I'm not going to follow the status quo. Uh, that's just not who I am. Um, uh, the two two young ladies that came with me from FDU when I was a high school coach, they played for me when I was a high school coach. So I'm I am loyal uh, to to my student athletes. Uh, uh, you know, thick and thin, I'm going to be loyal to them, and that's that. That just goes to anybody who gets a chance to know me. Um, you know, Jessica Favaco has been coaching with me since day one at FDU. Um, she was a young lady when I coached high school at Elizabeth High School in New Jersey. Um, she's the only player that I that I coached throughout my entire high school tenure that never missed practice for any reason. There was never an excuse to miss practice. And she's the only player that, that came to my uh, high school program that never missed a practice. So I know the type of work ethic that young lady had and the dedication she had. So there was no way I was going to, you know, not bring her with me to a Division One level. Uh, Kiana Porter uh, played for me in high school as well. Um, also, she played for St. Peter's. Uh, she played four years at St. Peter's. So mm-hmm. it was just a, a natural um, fit for all of us. Uh, people think that you have to get a Division One assistant that has uh, experience and so on and so forth. I think that's a little overrated. Um I think you need to have uh, loyal, trustworthy, dedicated coaches no matter what level it is. And if they're loyal and trustworthy and dedicated, then they're going to go hard and get get better at their craft just like you're getting better at your craft. So I don't think that it's necessary, you know, to have that, you know, D1 experience that everyone was uh, telling me about going into this thing. So uh, you'll, you'll see the product. You'll see the end product. Yeah. Everyone will. Yeah, I love it. I, one thing that struck me, too, is that you do have a level of confidence about you. Uh, something that drives me crazy with coaches, and, and I'm a former coach, so I've done it before, too, but is the coach speak? You know, you got to, you know, you just, the cliches, and you, know, you just kind of say what you got to say. But you do exude a certain level of confidence about you, which is a, a little bit refreshing, and I guess I, I, I tip my cap to you because you, you know the challenge that you've taken with St. Peter's, but then you've still 
you said what you just said to me during your press conference too. The end product is going to be something that's good and that you're going to enjoy and you're going to play a fun style. Like that confidence level, is that, is that still stem from just you overcoming things in your life or where does that come from? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's, it's just, it's who I am, you know? It, 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 yeah, it, I would have to say, I have to give credit to, uh, yeah, the, where I come from, you know? Um, it's, it's never easy. And if you, you go into a situation and think, you know, oh, it's going to be like, it's just nothing's ever easy for me. And, and, and I'm a little crazy. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 I listen to, you know, other, you know, like, you know, Michael Jordan and, and I look at uh, Kobe Bryant and their, their work ethic when they were playing and coming through and, and all of that stuff, you know, they think they make up things in their own head. Mm-hmm. To, to motivate them. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, in this situation, you know, I, I do the same thing. You know, I, I, I just, I'll, I'll create something in my head and be like, look, there's no way I'm going to fail. So, uh, I, I refuse to fail and, uh, I will, I will create something out of nothing just to make sure that I stay sharp and, 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 and stay hungry. So that's who I am. That's what I do. That's what the great ones do. And I want to be great. Man, you get me fired up about some peacock basketball, Coach. Man, I'm getting, I'm getting excited over oh, here. Oh, it's coming, it's coming, <laughs> it's coming. Trust, trust me. Give me, give me a little time. It's coming. I love it. What do you think is going to be the uh, biggest challenge for you? Well, I think the biggest challenge is uh, getting over the the stigma of uh, what the women's basketball program uh, at St. Peter's has been. Yep. You know. Uh, hasn't been successful, um, you know, like you mentioned, hasn't won double-digit games. I don't remember the last time they've won double-digit games. Uh, it's been a couple, you know, it's been it's been a few years for that, um, you know, just poor basketball being played at St. Peter's. Uh, it's, it's not a beautiful campus. It's not this. It's not that. Well, maybe it's not all of those things, uh, but we will have – uh, a certain culture, a certain uh, grit, and a certain determination that people want to love to watch. Uh, it's going to be an exciting brand of basketball, you know. So, you know, it's 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 not it's not going to be you know half court. Let's walk it up. It, you know, we're we're going to run. We're 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 going to be an athletic team. We're going to get those kind of kids who may have been overlooked. Uh, at, at bigger schools and so on and so forth, and they're going to come with a chip on their shoulder because they're going to feel a certain type of way, like, I, I belong. So uh, that's how I feel. That's how my coaches feel, and that's kind of how we coach. Yeah. Are you are you excited that you have uh, athletic scholarships to hand out now <laughs> as opposed to the D3 level? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, if, if anybody understands basketball in the coaching realm, Listen, if you can coach Division three basketball at a private institution that costs $55,000 a year with no scholarships and get those type of athletes to go there, then this where I'm where I'm at now, I mean, mm-hmm. with, with scholarships, uh, like I said, man, we're, we're going to change that program. Yeah. No, that's great. That's good stuff. What for you, um, um, you're – 
your wife, you've got four kids. What's their been? What's their reaction been to the whole thing? I, I know you you thanked your wife for uh, quote putting up with me all these years end quote at your press conference. <laughs> but uh, what's it been like for yeah. your family in this time? I know you're you're staying in the the same area uh, more or less over there in Jersey. But what's it been like for your family? Uh, it's, it's it's exciting, you know. Like my, you know, my kid, my, my daughter, uh, Jay. She's like, wait, we're we're not devils anymore. Like, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> so it's kind of a little a little adjustment for her. Uh, you know, my my uh, my wife is excited about it about the opportunity. Uh, she's uh, she's been supporting me all this all these years, and and uh, you know. I, I got my first break, so she's excited about it, telling all her friends and mm-hmm. and at work and things like that. So it's just been nothing but uh, nothing but positivity. Yeah. Are, do you guys even have to move houses, or are you get to stay put? No, no. Actually, I'm uh, I'm about ten minutes uh, ten minutes drive closer. Oh, that's that is crazy. <laughs> that does not happen, Coach. That does not happen when you switch jobs. Like that is. I know. I know. <laughs> that's good stuff. I well, mean, we were all set to move to Florida if. Uh, if, uh, you know, University of Florida was going to hire me. So, uh, but yeah, but uh, no, but all kidding aside, yeah, this has been a, a blessing. Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, let me kind of wrap it up with I know you're excited to be at the Division One level, but uh, the D3 level is really good to you. Uh, that's where you got your head coaching start. You had a ton of success. What is, um, what would you say is an incorrect assumption when people think about Division Three? Like, what's something that, that just is generally assumed about Division Three basketball that you, with your experience, would say, no, nah, that's actually not really accurate. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think there's a misconception about Division Three basketball that it's really not competitive. It's not. It, it's not really college level basketball. It's more like 13th grade, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not true. It's, it, there's a lot of quality. Coaches, uh, there's a lot of quality uh, players. Um, I mean, you know, there there are Division One talents that play Division Three basketball. Um, I, I believe there's a lot of uh, tremendous uh, coaching minds that are in Division Three basketball that that get overlooked. Um, but it's 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 not easy. It's 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 a difficult challenge. I mean, anybody you know, does anybody want to go play Amherst or or Scranton or or Messiah? Go go right ahead and, and, and tell me how that works out. Uh, those are some terrific coaches, uh, terrific players there, at, and those are just a few programs that that just stumped at the top of my head. But uh, I mean. I mean, in the past, I, I mean, I played against uh, Melissa Toby at Montclair State, one of the best players I've ever seen. Um, I mean, you know, Heather Johns out at Whitman, you know, years ago at the national championship, one of the best guards I've ever seen. She, I mean, these kids can play at any level. So don't be fooled just because it's uh, Division Three. Uh, there are a lot of great players. I mean, my players, I mean, All-American, you know, Shalette Brown, uh, two-time All-American, she she definitely could have played at any level. Kyra Dayon, uh, Jalissa Lewis, Alyssa McDonough. I mean, the the names go on. Like my my guys, I feel like could could have played at any of those levels. And and you'll see uh, Gabby Harris and uh, Kendrea Williams and Ty Thornton playing at the Division One level very soon. Yeah, well, good stuff. Well, 
Coach, just thank you again for your time and your thoughts. And I know the community is excited about your arrival at St. Peter's and much success to you and your staff and all your players in the future. And thank you again for joining us today. Hey, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So thanks again to Mark Mitchell, the new head coach at St. Peter's University in New Jersey. We appreciate him coming on and getting to learn a little bit about him. So that's it for today's episode of The Jump Around with Blake Dudonis. Again, you got two more episodes coming this week, so be on the lookout for them. As always, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Coach underscore Blake underscore. You can always email me as well at thejumparoundwithbd at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. As always, this is The Jump Around with Blake Dudonis.